Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. All right, guys, we are we're back, and it is a growth seggy, a growth segment with Zachary Dean Miller. Zach, how are you doing, bud? Doing great today, brother. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It is, uh, I will just tell you, I am in the small business saddle, and uh, I'm glad. I've, I've created some margin in my saddle. I've got a little cushion, but I'm still chafing, just like business owners out there, so um, I wanted to give just a, uh, a clarifying word of encouragement to you guys out there. What you see on Instagram is not real life. That's not real business ownership, right, Zach? No, it's not. We can attest to that, right? <laughs> We're talking to these guys every day. Exactly, exactly. And you can you can do everything in your power to uh, control your world, but still stuff happens. And mm-hmm. honestly, uh, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm enjoying... I'm enjoying the, not the chaos, but just the, the constant ebb and flow of small business, knowing that it's simply solving problems. So we're going to talk yeah, about, we're going to talk about I, part of jump the, in real quick. yeah, go I'll ahead. Jump in there real quick, but yeah. I was just actually listening to another um, podcast the other day and it was Tim Grover. He's like a, uh, he's an author and actually a coach. He, he's like a mental coach for like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, a lot of these real killers. And, uh, oh, very cool. what, sooner, what was it again? I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Tim Grover. He was actually on the bigger pockets podcast, but, um, he wrote uh relentless really good book. Okay. Okay. But, um, he, uh, he said the sooner, you know, we as you know, business owners and athletes and humans, the sooner we can realize there is no finish line, the better off we're going to be. It's, mm. it's like, once you reach one hurdle, then you think you've made it, but there's, there's always going to be another hurdle to reach. And the sooner we can realize, kind of like what you were saying, the ebbs and flows of business, that there's always going to be another problem to solve, the sooner we realize that's just all a part of the game, like the better off we will be because we'll learn to embrace it instead of thinking it's just going to come to an end. Eventually. Yes, yes. Yeah, so true, man. Yeah. So true. And um, honestly, if I can brag on you, you've helped me a lot with this because I think I think too many times me as an action-oriented demolition style, like like create chaos because that's where action is found and inaction creates movement. That's all true. Mm-hmm. But also in that you, you just have this overwhelming feeling of, you know, you want what you want the satisfaction of something being complete and knowing what you just said as truth that, Hey, this is, it is not a destination. Like this business that you're running is not going to arrive you at some destination where you kick back and you say, I've arrived. But rather, like mm-hmm. you're just enjoying the journey. It is a, it's a, it's a small mindset shift. But I think it's powerful um, when you do have to tackle massive problems in front of you. Yeah, it is because I just, I've spent time now talking to a lot of awesome owners and even just people in my life who I consider to have arrived, you know, in their business success or whatever it is. And that's just not how it is. <laughs> they're always yeah. tackling problems but they're the kind of people that learn to embrace it and that it's all a part of the ride. So Mm. hopefully we can have that in the back of our minds as we talk about, you know, this next growth segment and all of them going forward is that we're always going to be needing to improve and and tackle some challenge. No doubt. No doubt. So good, man. So good. And you, you do an awesome job of that, Zach. Uh, Today we're, we're going to be sitting with delegation. um, And I'm going to continue to brag on Zach here because he has done a fantastic job of, 
of delegating tasks to our admin and facilitating that relationship. And uh, just to preface next week, so out of this delegation has has uh, it's kind of like intersected with both my business and feedback that we're getting. That after this, we're gonna just kind of cycle right into creating margin. And so we're gonna talk about how to create mental margin next week. We're gonna talk about how to create margin within your team. And so I think from going from delegation to creating margin is going to be really, really beneficial for you guys next week. So make make sure you're listening to these in order. Next week's uh, theme will be margin. So Zach, here's what I want you to do, man. We have we have an admin, Haley, and some of our coaching mm-hmm. and community clients have, have met her and people that have been guests on the show have communicated with her. But I want to talk about the importance of her role and then mm-hmm. some of how you delegated tasks in the beginning to her. And I think, I think it's really interesting. I want you to be very real because the Lawn Care Leaders podcast has existed for a few years now, but the actual coaching and community and our business partnership has been very new. And so as we brought on this new lady that we needed to delegate to, there was some, like there was some gray space and just, just be very authentic and open about her role and then uh, how you delegated stuff to her. Sure. Well, first BD, thanks for uh, buttering me up there. I'm going to bring myself back down to earth, give myself a smack because there's a lot of stuff I'm still learning on this and I've made a lot of mistakes on the delegation side. And, um, it, it's another one of those things. It's constantly a challenge and you're tweaking and trying to improve. But I, I think I want to, I want to start with first is realizing what your goals are, you know? And so for us personally, we realize as lawn care leader, coaching and community, you know, we have a, a set number of clients we want to get in here and help in the business world. And I think Brett, you and I both agreed, we want to spend the majority of our time actually helping clients and not on the admin side. Yes. So, from the very beginning, we kind of set that goal that we were willing to sacrifice some cash flow up front in order to delegate and bring on an admin so that you and I could solely focus on helping clients. Um, so once we made you know that decision that we were okay to sacrifice cash flow, then it was like, okay, let's bring somebody on board. And yes, we got Haley and she's been phenomenal. But those first few weeks, it was like, okay, I know I have tasks I want to offload to her, but which ones do I want to offload? And how much am I going to trust her? And I think the most important piece of all of it was, how am I going to tee her up to succeed? Right? I think our first few weeks, (laughs) things were kind of up in the air. And that was on us. You know, it was like, we brought on this really good admin. She's very organized. Um, She knew how to help. But we didn't give her like clear cut instructions exactly what we needed and exactly even how to communicate with us. And so that's what kind of created a lot of that gray space in the first few weeks. Yeah. 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 I remember we were just like, and, and it was as simple for me as I, I think I just made a spreadsheet, like here's all the tasks that I think should be delegated. We sent that to her and then we just started like dumping stuff in her direction. And she was like, okay, well, and, and we knew right away because she came back with multiple questions and clarifying questions. And we're like, okay, let's take, like, let's take a couple steps back and let's pick maybe one or two priorities is what we did. And I think at the beginning, it was just like email communication and scheduling podcasts, right? And then after, yep. after that, it was the onboarding process. And, but here is where 
I know you're trying to be humble, but once we got to the onboarding process, um, you and I both realized we need some sort of standard operating procedure to send to her. Yeah. And so that's where this week we've talked about like clarify the outcome that you're wanting. So, um, and it, it, we sent out a newsletter that talked about this, like start with your vision, like this is where our company's going and then clarify your outcome. And then after that, implement micro delegation. And we, we, we did it like completely wrong. We macro delegated and then we were like, <laughs> here's what we, here's what we want out of it. And then she would ask a question and then we'd be like, okay, well, let me clarify it. And so <laughs> that's what's, that's what's great is we're telling you guys stuff that we've done wrong and we're, and we're, and we're fixing and we're getting better at. But whenever we got to the onboarding process, I do feel like we did a better job and you in particular, you outlined, here's the desired outcome. Here's what we need, and then here are like incremental steps that you're going to do to onboard a coaching and community client, right? Yeah, if I could do it over like talking to you know other owners um, in this industry now, and I know a lot of you guys we're talking to are in the process of bringing on an admin or have already hired an admin, or you know next year you're going to need one, right? Next spring you're growing. Um, and I will say this is through the lens of we had a remote admin. Um, you know, we're all working remotely. So that even adds another layer of complexity. But if I were to kind of simplify everything and kind of pull together what we did well and what we didn't do, I would say, number one, you know, first set your goals to decide you want the admin and figure out how you're going to cash flow it. And then three, set the macro goals with your admin. Once you've done that, then set the communication standard procedure, right? So for us, we got to a point where we said every Monday at this time, we're going to do a Zoom call and we're going to list out kind of the main topics we're doing this week and any questions we may have. And so that got us on like a consistent communication channel with our admin. And then we layered on that um, an app called Slack. I don't know if any uh, of you owners out there use Slack, but it's, it's kind of where all of our day-to-day detailed communication flows through this app um, so that when our admin needs to communicate with us, she knows exactly where to go and she knows where to post it and we get notified on our phone and can respond. Um, I think kind of streamlining our communication process with our admin and getting on those weekly routines and rhythms made a huge difference. Oh yeah. And then once we kind of had the communication channel open, okay, now we start creating all of these standard operating procedures of how we want her to do things. And we literally just have a shared Google folder with our admin called standard operating procedures. And anytime that me or you, you know, Britt, we do a repetitive task or anytime our admin does a repetitive task, we have her kind of just write up a standard operating procedure, very easy, basic template. So the next time anybody else needs to do it, all they have to do is look at the Word doc and basically it's there. It's streamlined. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a matter of once you set up really good, communication channels. Um, and then once you set up these operating procedures for a lot of the general tasks you do, then it's kind of just plug and play from there. You know, your admin comes in, they know what's expected of them. Um, if they need to communicate with you, they know exactly how to do it. And then things just seem to get done much more effectively and efficiently. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And, and, and guys, that's the, like, that's the end goal, right? Like you're, you're trying like our mission is to get you to stop working a job, start owning a business. And for you to actually be the owner and not doing everything, not communicating with each individual client. 
not doing all the customer service calls, not doing all the billing, you have to implement this. And what Zach and I are telling you is exactly what will happen. I promise you. You're going to realize the need for delegation. You're going to hire an admin. And there's going to be this time period where you think this is like, this is painful or this is annoying or Mm -hmm. I'm really bad at this. And what, what you have to do is in that moment where you realize I'm either one bad at communicating or two, I don't really know. I don't know the out, like the desired outcome. That's when you just have to take a couple steps back, go in reverse, make sure you over communicate to the, to the admin and say, Hey, I'm sorry. I do apologize. I'm bad at this. I've done this on my own for years. I've never had anybody doing this with me. Like here's kind of what I'm wanting and, and maybe talk it through, right? Zach, here's kind of what I'm wanting. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And he or she will either say yes or no. And you guys can just work through it together. But there is like a, uh, and even the, the company we go through, they warn you about this. They're like, Hey, it's going to take about 60 days for you guys to really settle in and get some sort of system on the top three priorities. So give yourself some grace and just know it's, it's going to take time. You're going to have to back up, but I promise you it is well, well worth it. Yeah, 100%. And you know, the admin role is not probably not something where you're just going to hire somebody and turn them loose, you know, like you would maybe in other areas of your business. You know, if you hire somebody who's really good at already mowing or running apps or something, you may be able to kind of turn them loose in your business. Admin's not like that because you're bringing in somebody who's taking on the tasks that you are already probably doing as an owner. So in order for the, for the transition to work, in order for your admin to fulfill the duties you want them to, you're going to have to kind of look at yourself and your day-to-day tasks, and you're going to need to kind of write down what you do and kind of the steps of how you like them done. And then you pass that on to your admin with very clear guidelines and instructions. And I think it just makes it a lot easier for everybody. Typically, the admin or executive assistant role, those type of people are much more organized, kind of your type A. And so they like detailed guidelines and instructions. Whereas a lot of times you as an owner are much more just burn down walls, go figure it out on the fly. You know, an admin needs some guidelines and that's why they can be such a helpful role in your business. Yep. Yep. And that's where, um, you business owners, you have to, you have to have two things. You have to be self-aware and you have to take your ego out of this. And we've talked Mm, about ego quite a bit. Um, but, Take your ego out of it and be self-aware. Like, are you a detailed, analytical, more strategic, high-level person and you're okay slowing down? Great. Like, that transition is going to be a little less clunky. Or are you like Mm -hmm. Brit and you're like a bull in a china closet and (laughs) the thought of, like, delegating admin tasks sounds like a swift kick to the nuts? Well, you have to be you have to be okay swallowing that pill and being self-aware enough to know, like, this is going to be clunky, and and who can I get around me to help facilitate this? And and with you, Zach, it was much more seamless seamless because you were able to help me through this. Um, but hey, let's uh, let's sure. take a, a quick break, Zach. Hear from a show sponsor, and then we'll we'll jump back into delegation. Hey guys, I just wanted to hop in here before we continue the rest of the show and tell you about lawn care leaders. All right, so you guys know, obviously, you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard what we're about. But our mission 
is being fulfilled in other ways outside the podcast. If you guys are listening to this and you're getting value, but you know deep down there's still a couple problems that you need answers to. You're wondering, am I making the right decisions? And as you grow and as you scale and as you're hiring that next person, bringing on more clients, the weight on your shoulders as an owner just gets heavier and heavier. And so what we've built is this coaching and community platform to help carry some of that burden, to help be somebody that you can go to as a resource, to brain dump information, to troubleshoot. And how are we doing this? We've got a couple different options. Number one, for just 125 bucks, you get access to our entire community. So it's like this internal group of people that really want to care and grow and learn and be leaders. It's just us. There's no flack. There's no buddy in a Facebook group being a jerk or some like some smart crap comment. He's not in there because it's people that we filter. It's people that we know. It's people that are trying to grow. And so we get to learn and grow together as a part of this community. Along with that, there's already 60 plus lessons in there going over leadership, sales, hiring and growing your team, how to cast vision, how to build rapport, how to build trust. It is a massive amount of lessons in there already. And on top of that, we just launched our lawn program video lesson. Guys, this is huge. It teaches you exactly how to start from scratch on your own fertilizing and weed control program. And I actually give you the concoctions that we use in our apps at Green Again Lawn. That's on there. It's only 125 bucks for you to get started on that tier one. If you're like, hey, that's great. I want all that and more. We also do coaching. And that's our tier two. That comes with once a month coaching call with myself, once a month with Zach. And if you guys are like, this is great, but I need even more. My business is growing and scaling. I'm making decisions about, should I get another truck? Should I hire three more guys? Should I get a shop? I'm losing touch with my numbers. That's where the tier three comes involved. That's where we get the people CFO, Zach involved. And you're going to be get, getting monthly financial reporting. This monthly financial reporting is a massive spreadsheet build out that shows you cash on hand. It shows your cash flow. It gives you your profit and loss statement, shows wages. It's going to break everything down, itemize it, categorize it into buckets so that we can talk about it. We'll pinpoint where your problem is, what decision you need to make moving forward. So go over, check it out. It's lawncareleaders.com. We're super excited about this. We're already helping a ton of you business owners out there. And we want to continue to grow this so that we can help you stop working a job, start owning a business, and enjoy having a life. Appreciate you guys listening to this. Let's get back to the show. All right, Zachary Dean, we're back. We are back. All right. So we've been chatting Delegation, specifically delegating to an admin. Is there is there any anything else that you would like to say? Like, hey, this was the best thing we did, or this was the worst thing we did when when delegating to our admin. Yeah, I just I think the the best thing was like I said the weekly check in, and when we did those we do those weekly check ins. We actually have our admin um, through one of our communication channels. Like as the week goes on, she jots down kind of all the questions or topics she wants to discuss. And so that way, as she's going through day-to-day tasks, she's not forgetting the questions she has. And then come Monday, we can just run through all of those items. That way, throughout the day, if she has questions, um, she's not constantly bothering us. You know, we can kind of do our job. She can do her job. And she batches all of her questions together so that 
when we're ready to communicate, it's very productive. We just jump in and go. Um, and I think that can relate to a lot of you owners out there who are looking at delegating. Um, and I, when I'm talking delegating right now, I'm talking a lot more of the office duties, you know, not out in the field. Yeah. Um, but if you do have somebody in the office, instead of them bothering you every time they have one little question, get on a, a weekly routine where you do like a check-in twice per week. You sit down for 30 minutes and your admin can go through all of the items that they've had questions on for that week instead of hitting you with one-off stuff every day and kind of messing up your workflow. 100% agree, man. 100% agree. Yeah, and because and we've also been, I think it was episode 248, 249, something like that, uh, we were talking about priorities. And mm-hmm. it, it is hard to focus on priorities if somebody is constantly tugging on your shirt. And so yeah. uh, though these things are, they are important, but whatever you're working on as an owner, like you need to be, you need to be working on that task specifically. And so, um, the art of being where your feet are and being present where you are as an owner is, it is in fact an art form. And I love what you said in the very beginning, you said you have to establish communication channels. And and when you say that, everybody's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, well, I want to communicate with somebody like that. Thanks Zach for that. No, that is that is way more powerful than you guys realize. Because think about this. When Zach says we utilize Slack to itemize out projects and communicate, guess what that does? That keeps your entire business off of your text message thread. How many times do you owners go home at night? And not for you, Zach, because I don't like, let's be honest. I blow you up all the time. You and Chase Adia, you're always, so that like. Yeah, we're like buddies. You know, it's a little different. It's a little different. But like for you and your admin, like you don't want your admin texting you when you're at home at the dinner table. And you don't want um, a guy that you just hired that you're trying to train to do whatever. You don't want him texting you. And so if you do establish a good communication channel through something like Slack or WhatsApp, it is a good routine to help you create a little margin. It is also something that will keep you on priorities. I heard somewhere the other day that every time you get a notification on your phone, it takes you 15 minutes to jump back into the rhythm of whatever task you were working on previously. And so that's just, that is so, so important. So important. It is. And I'm glad you mentioned it, Brett, like that, because I will give a plug. Like if you guys are, looking at some type of app to use for your admins, um, definitely look at Slack. Um, it's, it's something that we actually picked up on. Britt and I, we have a really good friend, and we were working with uh, a real estate business, and they used it very successfully. Um, and it, it does. It's just a much more effective way to communicate other than email and text because you can actually set up topics and communicate through those topics. Right. And so it has been really nice, and I think it's, it's ensured we've all stayed productive and it hasn't caused our phones to just blow up and get backed up on text messages. And it's a free app. So Mm -hmm. guys out there, if you're, if you're looking for something to try, because you feel like you could improve communication with some of your office team, um, Slack is definitely something to look at. And I also would plug Asana. It's a, uh, it's kind of a task management app. It will cost you a little bit of money, but that's kind of what we use hand in hand each month. And um, I know, I know it goes really well together. Yeah, it does. It does indeed, man. It does indeed. Yeah, I can't. I can't overemphasize the important, like the importance of delegation. Like this year, in particular, guys are just growing so rapidly. They 
they're mm-hmm. they're finding themselves just like immediately growing out of whatever existing role they're in. And so you have to lean into delegation. You have to be aware that whenever you trust somebody and whenever they're competent, you need to start offloading some of these projects and you need to start offloading the the basic tasks, the routine functions of whatever job you're doing because if it's easily repeatable, if it's a recurring task, you can train somebody to do it. Um, Zach, why don't you talk about this? Like, because I think this is very, very interesting. You and other CPAs and other CFOs, this is what's crazy. You guys do some of the most intricate, detailed work in the world. And yet you guys also delegate and train and offload tasks seamlessly. You know, I, I think about like as uh, our coaching community grows, you're going to be bringing on another CPA, another CFO type role and delegating very intricate tasks. And to mm-hmm. so here's what I would ask of you is like, what can you what can you say that that makes it a little better for you compared to buddy up the road that is just getting pissed off trying to delegate his mowing route to somebody? Um I'd sure. just be interested in picking your brain on that. Yeah, it is a little different mindset. Um, I would say what's different with me is I had to have somebody train me on all of these very intricate and delicate tasks when I started out as a CPA and CFO type role. And those people were very patient with me and they were all very good at setting up um, operating procedures and writing out instructions anytime they did stuff. So then when it was kind of my time to step up and turn around and do it for others. I think I had more realistic expectations of what that looks like and that you do have to be very patient as you delegate and outsource and that if it doesn't go well, it's, it's usually not the other person's fault that you're delegating to. If it's going like, if it's really rocky, it's typically your own fault because you're not good at writing out procedures and communicating. So I, I think for me, it was all that, I started off in a world where there was a lot of patience and understanding and, and proper expectations. And so when it was my time, it was easier to do it for other people. Now, it, it's still hard, but anytime I'm doing tasks, um, even like month in close right now for all of our clients, I'm drawing down notes and in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, how can I standardize this so that I can teach somebody below me and they can do it a hundred times over without having any issues. And if I can't get to a point where it's standardized, then I kind of look at myself and go, Zach, why are you being so inefficient with this? Why are you doing all these one-off things? Why don't you figure out a way to make it standard so you can pass it off to somebody else? So I think to, to relate that um, to the ownership world, when you guys are out there doing your tasks day-to-day, always be thinking about how you can standardize anything you're doing and just start taking notes day by day. And I guarantee you over time, you'll be able to put those together and write up an operating procedure for whatever basic task you're doing and then offset it to someone else. So I know it's kind of a long-winded answer, but I think the, the root of it all comes down to patience and expectations and understanding it's on you as the delegator to make sure it goes smoothly. Mm. Man, that was gold. That was pure gold, Zachary D. And that was awesome. I'm just, I'm just sitting here taking notes myself. So, so here's what, like, if I can paraphrase what I'm hearing is start mm-hmm. tracking now and standardize. So before you even yep. get to delegation, let's do this. 
start tracking, start standardizing stuff. And then delegate, but implement patience, be giving grace. Yep. So implement patience, yep. give grace, get feedback, and then be thorough is what I'm hearing. That's the notes that I that have at least. A, there you go, BD. Way, way to connect me back, be the bridge. For my detailed uh, CPA rambling, that's exactly. <laughs> Bro, that's exactly I was what like I gobbling that up. That is so so good, and 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 like this is what's gold is if if I would have had this when I was on the Ferris mower in my first few years of business, it would have made hiring my first few guys so much more seamless. So that is, guys, make sure that you do that. Start taking notes. Start standardizing, and then delegate. Be patient give grace, get feedback, and be thorough. Fair enough, Zach? That, that is perfect. And just to uh, the icing on the cake is that to connect it back to your guys' goals is just think of it this way. The quicker you can get off the mower or the sprayer, and then the quicker you can get out of quoting, and then the quicker you can get out of the day-to-day management, the bigger your business is going to become and the higher level work you can do, right? The quicker you can get out of each role and delegate it, that's just how fast your business is going to grow. And so all we're trying to say is find your system and way of, of documenting what you're doing so you can get out of your role quicker and move up to the next one and somebody behind you can do the work. That's really the, the mindset you want so that you can reach your goals faster. That's all we're trying to do with delegation. Money, money. Man, we just came up with a couple flow charts we need to create. We need to update the. We need to. Uh, <laughs> we need to get those in the lawn care leader's office. <laughs> we do. We do. We need to. We need to update for that for for ourselves, no doubt. Um, hey guys, we have a, a free resource to you again. Uh, go to lawncareleaders.com forward slash delegation. So lawncareleaders.com forward slash delegation, and this is a complete guide of how you need to delegate, thought processes around delegation, and five principles for delegating more effectively are outlined on there as well. And then uh, we actually do have a little flowchart type thing already on there. So make sure you hit that up. It's a free resource to you guys from us here at the Lawn Care Leaders podcast. So Zach, I appreciate you joining me, man. It's been a fun one. Thanks. Thanks, BD. I always enjoy chatting. You have a great rest of your week, buddy. All right. You too, man. Take it easy. Take care. Yo, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys, and we would really appreciate you leaving a review. It would mean a lot to us. Take care, and God bless.